Hey everyone and welcome. I'm Brittany Shawnee, your highly sensitive host. Also, I'm a body worker and embodiment coach and I advocate for social healing through the cultivation of emotional wealth and holistic well-being. Thank you so much for tuning into the Awkward Aries podcast where we get to charge heart first into some uncomfortable conversations about life, identity, personal growth, and the human condition. I'm so glad you're here for the conversation. So without further ado, let's get into it. In today's episode, I really just want to talk about the power of right now, of why right now is such a wonderful tool to use. The value of immediacy, which is um, a term that I I kind of resonated with as I was uh, recently looking into this community of people who call themselves burners and they attend um, Burning Man every year, which is this uh, temporary city that pops up, I believe once a year or once a season. And apparently there are similar, similar communities like this that take it upon themselves to um, put together some principles and they formulate this temporary town in which these are the principles they abide by and they essentially show up in full, honest, radical self-expression. And they operate community in the way that many of us may fantasize as a harmonious utopia. And I was talking about this event with my husband who, through the course of conversations, expressing our ideas about this concept, the question came up, what's preventing us from doing this in our current lives as we live it in this particular society? Specifically as it relates to, say, radical self-expression. There are definitely people in our society who radically express themselves plenty. And um, in some cases, they are highly praised. Um, But even those who are highly praised at some point likely went through some sort of unpleasant experience as they emerged in society as someone that didn't necessarily fit the mold of what was considered acceptable, right? But they chose to take the current time upon themselves. Some may say, hey, you were ahead of your time. While maybe within themselves, they just feel like, no, the time for me to be is just right now. I'm, I'm here right now because I'm supposed to be. And I'm showing up as my whole ass self in this moment of right now. And in so doing, they have changed the course of history and the future for all of us. People like the David Bowies, the princes, you know, the people who showed up and didn't necessarily fit into the boxes, you know, and they, they, they bared their art to us. They shared their soul. They made themselves vulnerable, you know, for the sake of this radical self-expression and moving in what felt like immediacy, right? And when I when I think about immediacy, I think about naturally the opposite, which is hesitancy, right? And I, I as someone who am a highly sensitive person, have had my um, had my bouts with anxiety and depression. That often, sometimes emotions like worry and um, being frozen or dealing with symptoms of fatigue and exhaustion may prevent us from feeling as if we can immediately move in the direction of our desire. Or even worse than that, beliefs of inadequacy, lack of self-worth, lack mindset, 
right, can keep us from being immediate about what it is we want to birth into the now as it relates to how we physically show up, how we speak up for ourselves, the ideas we share, how we dress our bodies, how we move through the world. You know, and it's just amazing how that on one hand, space is important, right? It's okay to think about things before we do it, right? To some degree, this is a this is definitely an indication of maturity <laughs> that we are wise enough to take a moment before reacting. And as a highly sensitive person, this is a particularly skillful thing to do as like emotional reactivity is one of the signature, you know, um, the signature characteristics of the sensitivity trait is being so responsive to the environment that sometimes it does feel like there is a lack of self-control, you know, but with practice that can be honed. And so on the other hand of that, it's also wise to consider what is too much space and when do we get to just move without thinking, without allowing things to be heady? How can we just move forward and embrace the intuition of the body? And as somebody who works with bodies, it occurred to me that if we are so detached and out of touch with the intuition of our body, with the ways that our body naturally speaks to us through pain, through discomfort, or through pleasure, through excitement, through, you know, nervous reactions and itches and rashes and all of these things that happen, our body is constantly in communication with us. But, you know, we have been conditioned to believe that, you know, bodies are just bodies, they're imperfect. You know, you can get rid of stuff. You can just cut it out when it stops working and you'll be fine. <laughs> or here, pop this pill and you know, everything will be fine. This may have to deal with some symptoms, even, you know, symptoms that sound a lot worse than the things that are supposed to be treating, but you know, just saying. And right, for those of us who have experienced a great deal and a great depth of trauma, myself included sometimes not being in close contact energetically with the body feels like a safer place to be it feels like a more tolerable place to be and in fact it feels um maybe not like much of anything which feels like the preference sometimes depending on where we are who we are what's going on what happened to us what we believe about what happened to us or, or what we believe about what happened to us makes us mean in the world now about who we are and how we're supposed to be. Maybe the expectations that come with trauma, right? And it rips us further and further out of the now. It rips us into the who am I supposed to be and what happens now and what happens next? What do I do now? Who am I supposed to be? And that's not always a clear-cut answer. And I think the true answer in all of it is that we all are iterations of spirit, of source, of God, of universe, whatever you wish to name it. We come from some spark of creation, the same spark that made the mountains and the rivers and the lakes and the animals and the stars and everything. We are all a part of this wondrous, you know, nature creation. 
regardless of what your story is about how it all came to be here we are here and whatever that is is in us to some degree if we are its offspring if we are of its of its mind and of its essence then there's got to be some spark of that that we're able to bring forth and to find evidence of that all you got to do is look around just look around it's usually unless you're in the middle of some tropic or desert or just extremely natural place and even then landscapes are often synthetic right that within eyeshot for most of us especially those who live in highly populated cities you can't look anywhere without seeing something that came from the mind of a man the spark of creation within somebody regardless of what the intention was behind it but they're no less and at some point they decided that now was the time and they brought that thing into creation that now is impacting everyone that it comes in contact with including the maker itself and who knows how far that goes and so again just reflecting and immersing myself into the understanding of what it is to be in the right now what it means to live in immediacy and understanding that on an emotional level as well because it's so important to notice what's coming up for us now when something happens when, when something triggers us what's happening right now not waiting to let things fester, not waiting to become resentful, not waiting, right, to defend yourself when it's too late and the moment's already gone and passed, but taking action right then and there. And sometimes the best action is non-action, which is sort of a Taoist concept. And, and Taoist philosophy is something near and dear to me, primarily because of the, the, the liberatory idea that the way is not really something that can be described. It can only really be experienced from person to person. And we only know what our own way is. And how can we ever really be on the path of our own way if we don't listen to ourselves long enough in the current moment to really know what's being said to us? Let's take a moment to just consider our inner children. If we were somehow separate in body, our inner children and who we are standing before us now, right? And this was an actual person and we were parenting, reparenting this inner child. And we kept telling this inner child, okay, later, I'll get back to you. All right, well, you know, how about we put it on the calendar for here? <laughs> Think that kid fully understands that when they're experiencing something with such great intensity that they understand another time other than what they're feeling right now because that doesn't help them as they're going through something that they don't understand that feels urgent and immediate right and while we have every chance to nurture ourselves right and to do so in a timing that feels good for us because that's a part of it too. Again, deciding what your way is. You know, how, how much though of our way has been crafted around this idea of we get to put ourselves on the back burner. Or I have to somehow get ahead of everything that I have no control over whatsoever. Instead of being present, being present with the inner child, 
being present with the current emotions, being present with the people in your space, being present with the opportunities that's showing up on your door right now, being present with all the steps that you've made up until this point, being present with who you are today, even if you're not exactly where you'd like to be, think about where you were in the proverbial then, and think about what have what you've manifested yourself into, into the now, and what that gets to be, and how dope that is, and how much magic that is, and how beautiful that is, and how pleasant that is, and how now that is, how now that is, and how you get to feel into all of that right now without hesitancy. So, I invite you, if you've never thought about it before, or if this gets to be a friendly reminder for you, to just feel into the immediacy of what's there for you right now. What's calling you right now? What's inviting you to take a chance right now? What feels exciting right now? What wants to be expressed right now? And it's okay, it's okay if the space feels better, if you know the space feels wiser, if you know the, the space feels pleasurable, if you wanna sit in that space, then recognize that the space is what's calling you right now. And that's okay too, because taking space is, is also actionable. It's also actionable. So this isn't about all in or not. This is about what's true for you right now. Thanks again for tuning in to the Awkward Aries podcast. Come and jump into the conversation by visiting the podcast homepage on Spotify Podcasters and share your thoughts in a voice message. You just might hear your contribution in the next episode. I believe everyone is a sensitive soul and I welcome you to join my Safe Space for Sensitives community on Facebook. Also for one-on-one support with your emotional healing journey, visit www.brittanycharnay.com to schedule a coaching discovery call. Also, you can follow the podcast on Instagram at Awkward Aries Podcast and follow me directly at Brittany Shanae. Till next time, much love.